Hi, I'm Ray. You're listening to Insert Quest here. Today's quest is Oracle. I will be running today's game of Oracle, which is a future-telling role-playing game where we attempt to define the future of one or more travellers seeking something. My pronouns today are he, him. Uh, this is a game by Ashton McCullum, who is an Australian game designer. We did an interview with them a little while ago. Um, I saw her run this game live for folks at PAX Australia this year, which I just got back from. And so I wanted to see if it worked with two players. Um, so a Oracle, myself, and a traveller. Uh, what, what is the name of my traveller today? Uh, traveller's name is Rowena, she, her. Wonderful. And you might recognise Rowena's voice from our Night Witches game. Yes. It's a good game. <laughs> Rowena and I uh, have been friends for a while, but uh, this is sort of mm. only your second time on the show. Yes. Uh, so... Uh, we begin with our travellers entering a tent filled with smoke and feathers. Uh, before them sits the oracle, surrounded by their elements. Our traveller seeks their future, a quest that bids them to, distance la- to distant lands is shrouded in mystery. Uh, They will begin their journey in the woods. Uh, And and with them they have uh, a class, Mm -hmm. their soul, and a few other things which we'll add in a minute. So why don't you pick a class and a soul? So I'm going to choose the savant character class, which is the wand. Uh, the ability of this class is to seize the initiative by unexpected means and I'm going to go with the soul an intricate dance of thoughts and emotions swaying to some cosmic song like the sea lapping at the shore wonderful give those back so I'll take the extra souls classes the extra classes Uh, how did you come to these woods? On a merchant's caravan sure. from my home village. Excellent. Mm. Wonderful. Um, And what exactly is it that you seek? Why have you come to the Oracle? I wish to find knowledge and secrets unseen to others. Knowledge and secrets unseen to others. Mm. 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 Excellent. Uh, All right. 
It is an important quest for you at the very least. What is it that you are bringing with you to reach your destination? And for this, I will offer you several objects. From these cards, we will discern your future. Um, those playing at home, this game is played with a lot of cards, um, so we sort of lay them out. It's they're not tarot cards, but it's a similar kind of vibe, except that these basically have like powers and stuff on them. So. I'm laying out a bunch of cards right now. Actually, it might be easier if I just hand you this deck. So, we, we did a practice game before we started. Mm-hmm. Because it's a new game. I've never played it, and you've never played it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a type of game that I've never played before. So, I really wanted to make sure that I was understanding it. Uh, so, Elena is now picking a talent and an artifact. Uh, so with her soul, her class, her artifact, and her talent, we will then have a player deck, which she will use to overcome challenges as they arise. Um, All right, so... I'm well, challenges as we see them, yeah. glimpsed in the future. So I'm going to choose the Ancient Tome Artifact, mm-hmm. a repository of knowledge sacred, forbidden, or lost, plus promise when you spout secrets. Cool. And talent, evocation, shape, uh, shape energies, twist forms, summon creatures, and conjure tools. Cool. That'll be so interesting. A bit different from my last... Uh, yeah. Last trial with Bow Slinger. Bow and car- and the talent to attack things far away. Yeah. <laughs> um, wonderful. Uh, now that you have chosen uh, your talent, describe what it means, what it is to you, and how is it that you use it. Uh, the talent. Mm. So I'm sort of reading this as more uh, mage-esque, mm-hmm. uh, studying arcane mysteries, secret talents, magic, and things that exist between the realms. And what does it look like when you call those things forth? Magic. Uh, Magic. What do you... What What would those watching you see? Um, depending on what I'm doing, I'm sort of imagining uh, a ripple or tear in the fabric of reality, mm-hmm. forcing it to twist and shape into what my character wills it to do mm. and hope that it works out okay. in their favour. Uh, and what and what does your artifact look like a big dusty old tome covered in symbols that aren't necessarily common to this land 
it looks very very old it's weathered the pages are cracked it has that old book smell something you'd expect to find in a very old library hello hey meow <laughs> is it homogenous or does it look like its pages come from many sources I'd say it looks like it's been... The pages have come from many sources. Mm, okay. It's more a compilation of knowledge. Okay. Do you wish to reveal your name to the oracle? Llewellyn. 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 Mm, interesting. The savant. Llewellyn the savant. Well, I guess we should begin our reading proper. Hmm. So you've set out from these woods, uh, heading onwards Hmm. in search of knowledge and power and secrets Mm -hmm. as yet unknown. Let's see what... Where we go. Indeed. Let's see what obstacles you may face on your journey. Deep in the woods you come across a town. I think it is... It is small. It is is nestled within the trees as opposed to... uh, it feels a part of this place rather than mm. a thing that is that has been carved into it. Um, they haven't. They've. They seem to have avoided cutting down too many trees. Is this a place you've been to before? No. As you approach the town, um, you see there's a few pens and stalls. Uh, Stalls? Styes is mm. the word. Uh, near the edge um, of this building, you're following a worn path. Um, and uh, what animals do we see? In What animals do you see as you look? Pigs. Mm, pigs. And... Would like chickens that look a bit wilder than they should be. Mm. Um, the odd dusky horse that seems to have been built for these narrow, twisting wooden paths. Something like more, a brumby, maybe? More deer like oh, than okay. horse, so that they can nimbly mm. jump between thickets. Some kind of deer horse. Yes. Norse. As you are walking past these uh, styes, two two farmers sort of step out, sort of are walking towards you, and they 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 stop you. So what what are you what are you doing? What are you doing? Where are you going? What are you going? What are you doing? What's up? What are you doing here? I'm going to town. Who no? What who are you? A traveller. A traveller? What? 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 A traveller. I'm travelling. She turns to to, to their companion. They say they're a traveller. A traveller? Yes, a traveller. 
You're you a traveller? Yes. You? Yes. You're a traveller? Yes, me. She says she's a traveller. Yeah, I know she says she's a traveller. I was just talking to her. I'm Llewellyn the traveller. Llewellyn? She says her name's Llewellyn. Your name's Llewellyn. 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 The Traveller Llewellyn. The Traveller Llewellyn. She says her name's the Traveller Llewellyn. Llewellyn is a traveller. Yes, have you heard of me? Anybody and they knows? both in unison say, no! Worth a try. Well, well, we don't like travellers. Well, that seems like your problem, sir, not mine. Travellers are persona non grata in, in this neck of the woods. And they... they look, looks to everyone. Well, they... In this neck of the woods? Well, can you point me to the body of the woods, then? All right. She, not only is Llewellyn a traveller, she's also a comedian, apparently. Yes. Look, if you want to enter the town, then you're going to have to declare yourself. I've declared myself Llewellyn the Traveller. No, no, no. You're going to have to declare yourself. I don't think she understands that she has to declare herself. No, you see, you've got to declare yourself. I declare that I'm Llewellyn the Traveller. No, you've got to declare yourself properly. In front of the great spirit, you've got to clear yourself. Right. Where is this great spirit exactly? She doesn't even know where the great spirit is. She doesn't know where the great spirit is. You don't know where the great spirit is. You said you were a... That's why I'm asking. I haven't travelled here before. Llewellyn, you said you were a traveller. Yes. And you don't know the great spirit? No, I haven't been here She doesn't know the great spirit. I can't believe she doesn't know the great spirit. You don't know the great spirit. Uh, Did I stutter? She's got a point. She didn't stutter. All right, well, if you don't know the great spirit, then you're going to have to come with us then, aren't you? We're going to have to initiate you into its ways. Oh, that seems ominous. Sure. Mm-hmm. Do you go with them? I will. Okay. Faintly bemused. It is Halloween night in Australia, so it's a weird situation. Don't really s- celebrate it, so there might Isn't be some... Halloween tomorrow? It's the 31st. Oh, fuck. I got back on the 30th. Wow. Mm. We may have interruptions. We'll see what happens. We shouldn't have interruptions. You don't have decorations up. I do not. Um, so, uh, they lead you uh, sort of around the town on a circular loop, and you realise you're coming back to where you started. We've gone in a big circle. Oh, well, yeah, of course we've gone in a big circle. She doesn't understand that we're going in a circle. You what? Yeah, we're going in a circle. Of course we're going in a circle. We're initiating you into the way of the great spirit. The way of the great spirit is circular logic? No, no, no. It's not circular logic. Logic is illogical. <laughs> Forgive my mistake. No, it's the threefold path. Oh. And they continue to walk around. Do you continue on? I will follow them even more bemused than last time. Very well. You come back around to the beginning. And they continue on. Do you continue to follow? For the third time. Excellent. You come back around to the beginning and they stop. And they look back to you and they say, So, now you tell us what you see. And then... He smacks you in the face. Oh, rude. Uh, Your eyes are 
seem to grow dazed. Um, and for a moment... My eyes see pain. <laughs> for a moment, you see something. What is it that you glimpse in the daze? An old tree with uh, lichen and moss growing off it like big long hanks of beard hair with great twisted limbs stretching up as far as the eye can see with no sign of hitting the canopy and deep roots stretching below and eyes Mm. in knots in the wood. This great tree looks at you for a moment and you can almost feel its branches reaching out towards you. You can feel its roots entwining into your between your toes and wrapping around your ankles. You can feel its leaves filling up your mouth. I declare I'm Llewellyn the Traveller. You can taste a sour, no, a bitterness at first. There is a bitter taste in your mouth as flowers and leaves fall out. And then it turns to sweetness as you say your name, except you don't say your name. You feel your name outwardly. Okay. It is like speaking without voice. What do you do? Hello? The tree seems to be waiting for something. It's almost expectant of you. Are you the great spirit? The pause grows. There is a silence building between you. A pregnant pause. I am Llewellyn the Traveller and I come seeking knowledge. Hmm. What's your play here? What are you attempting to do? I'm attempting to declare myself to <laughs> the Great Spirit as the Irksome Farmer's beseeched. Exactly. Or said. What? Do you think that declaration is? What do you think the purpose of this whole strange interaction is? You're you're a, clearly a learned scholar. What have you gleaned from this interaction? And what do you think it is? I think it's a way of identifying and keeping track of all who dwell within these woods. Mm-hmm. Of determining whether they mean harm to the forest. Mm-hmm. Um or harm to its inhabitants. Okay. And how are you going to... So it's a way of determining your true character is what I'm hearing. Yes. How are you going to show your true character to this spirit? Um, I am going to open my... Is Do I have my tome with me? For sure. In the spirit world. I don't see why you wouldn't. Uh, this thing seems very, very old. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to open my tome and offer some lost knowledge from within. Mm, so in a way, 
is the tone you say it lost knowledge with from within are you just offering it lost knowledge from within the tone yes or all right very well because i don't have any within myself yet fair enough that's it that holds mm. all right well i'm gonna draw some cards for a hand um i don't think this will be a particularly large hand I'm going to go with one card. Success with Dispossession. I want my... That's my book. You're offering knowledge. That's my book. It is a valid point of failure. Bastard tree. All right. Um, Well, I'm using the tome. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you wish to offer? Anything else that might help you? Um. So the way that this works for those listening while Rowena picks is I have sort of negative cards um, that have possible outcomes written on them. For example, in front of me I have success with dispossession, failure and disablement, success with warning, near miss. From those I build a hand. I'm actually not 100% sure how many cards I'm meant to have in front of me, but these are the I'm just going with four for now and building hands from those. Um, and then... Rowanna builds a hand based on her initial approach. The cat is now on the table, which is fine. Uh, Based on her initial approach and then anything uh, that might additionally (laughs) help her. We're just watching the cat dance over the recorder. It should be fine. I've never had an animal touch it before, as in knock it when they've gotten up on the table. So you're putting forward your evocation and your ancient tone. So I'm going to... Use evocation to shape the knowledge into an almost tangible thing as I draw it from the book. Mm, yes, excellent. And try to offer it that instead of my whole tome. Yeah, no, I think that holds. Um, cool. So now I've got these two cards. So there's two blue cards, which are positive, mm-hmm. and then uh, one uh, red card, which is negative. And so I shuffle these in my hand, and then I present them to down. face down towards Rowena to pick one. As the primary actor. Now, if you had multiple characters, multiple travelers in a game, there's potential for them to aid and things like that, and our, our stakes change a little. Um, we are uh, we're, we're trialing how this game works with two people, so. Mm. Oh, success with dispossession. Oh, so, peril. Something is lost, destroyed, or used up in achieving your goal. I think it's your ancient tome. Oh, come on, man. I think it's your ancient tome. I'm going to burn this entire freaking forest down. I think it is taken from you. It sees... It sees uh, something it recognises within. But you do get your evocation back. Okay. Um, now, this is a part of the game that we didn't get to in our practice, so I'm just going to check if there's nothing that I need to do. If a character is injured, they draw a wound. Take the morality wound card. He's taken from another traveler, that traveler draws a new wound. That's the benefits. I think if you lose, lose it just, yeah, something is lost, destroyed, or used up in achieving your goal. I think it's just gone. I think that's just, I think the ancient tome's just gone. But I will remove successful disposition for now. I'll shuffle our deck and then pull a new 
thing. But you you offer this knowledge and when you open when when you sort of return to the material plane you see that the words from your tome are gone there's an empty book of paper and you remove this first but you are left feeling Does this feel like an equal trade to you? No. Mm. So you perhaps feel wrong. Mm. Okay. Cheated. It's like, oh good, I get passage. The other two farmers sort of look to you and say, well, I think that went well. I also think it went well. Do you think it went well? I think it went well. What happens if it goes poorly? The farmers sort of look to you, smirk, and then walk back into their paddocks. Um, you seem free to enter the town. I enter the town, kicking in, in annoyance at a stone on the side of the path. path. Mm, yeah. You kick the stone sort of twinges with you as in kind of feels like just kicked myself no not like you kicked yourself it feels more like it feels more like you threw a small inconsequential pebble at a cat you know it knows it just doesn't care hmm it's more like a sort of a feeling of rude, <laughs> you know? Yeah, look, mutual. Hmm. Cool. Where do you go from here? You've kicked the stone. Is there anything else you wish to see in this town? Uh, is there a marketplace? No. Is there a temple? Uh, let's see. At the far side of the town, the forest sort of opens into a sparsely populated with trees, uh, plains. Um, near its edge is wheat and, and cereal crops, and then it just sort of gives way to grass uh, as you're searching for a temple you come out on the other side of the town and all you see is is this uh, there's a path leading deeper in de- uh, leading across these plains and past the cereal crops you spot a group of figures in the distance just sort of off the road mm. a bit sort of standing in the grass uh, you can feel a breeze coming from the woods behind you, almost trying to pull you across this grass sea. Hmm. I will head towards the figures. Hmm. So you follow the path and mm-hmm. eventually get close to them and then step off 
heading towards them. What do you do as you approach? Hello, I am Llewellyn the Traveller. Sort of all slowly turn to you. And they're... they're Greetings! They're wearing sort of earth-toned robes um, with kind of almost speckled with grass. Um, This look to you... And their hoods seem impenetrable, but not dark. You can't make out their faces, but it's not for shadow. You can't see the wood for the trees. Mm. <laughs> um, and they look to you, nod, and you hear one voice that sounds kind of high-toned um, and has kind of a... Kind of almost like a rustling chime to it, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, Say, ah, Llewellyn, you are seen. Ominous. They They all in unison nod towards you. And who might I have the pleasure of meeting? Another one of them speaks, and it sounds more like small stones disturbed by field mice as they speak. Uh, We are travellers like yourself. Oh, and where are you heading? Another one of... They all sort of look to each other and, you think, nod very slowly... Um, and then, uh, one of them speaks with a voice like a grass fire. Mm, hissing and crackling. Mm. Well, we, what was your question? What do you, what do you... Where are you headed? Where are you headed? We... Where are you travelling to? We seek the golden path, that which leads to true knowledge. Interesting. Would you have room on this expedition for one more? They sort of look to one another, and one of them with a voice like a storm that hasn't yet broken speaks and says you are not ready to travel this path you are on your own journey you must complete it first before you can join us also watch out as it says watch out you see something launch from the grass just out of your view. Um, I would like to spin and throw up a hand mm-hmm. to try and twist reality to form a sort of shield or wall for it to smack into instead of myself. It occurs to me you can't be separated. You're not traveling with one with anyone. So I'm going to remove success. Um, but uh, separation and then draw success with separation again 
Look, I've already been separated from my ancient tome. Is that not enough? That's this 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 subject. This possession. This possession. Um, cool. So I do partial success. Cool. Ooh. Ooh. I'm gonna go with these two. All right. I've drawn two cards. Um, success with warning and failure in disablement. Oh, good. As a snake launches from the grass at you and you're trying to raise a wall towards it. So you said that you were doing that with your evocation? Yep. So you're ripping open reality to perform a... Is this a what does this wall look like? Um, are you pulling a wall through or are you making this barrier of that rip in space? Uh, I'm sort of imagining that the sort of like tearing a piece of fabric mm-hmm. so you pull reality so that it like the ribbon tears in front of you so that it's just a sheet of reality it's like you're pulling reality from one part over you like yeah. pulling a blanket over you pretty much except you're tearing it off the wall it's like yeah. pulling wallpaper like, I'll put it back afterwards yeah 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 no so of course smooth it and it's crazy so I'm taking your evocation into the hand um currently at one to three one to two and I'm going to go savant because I feel like this is unexpected means of seizing initiative. Yes, you know what? In this instance, the snake Probably was not expecting. The snake was not expecting to encounter reality itself <laughs> being moved. Yeah. So I will allow it. Uh, and now we shuffle these. And we'll see if I fail. We'll see. Paul Llewellyn. We knew them well. They had a good run. Felt a snake. Mm-hmm. Evocation. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it slams into your wall. Um... Now the two cards are perils stay in circulation for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, yeah, the snake slams into the wall, uh, and when you look back after the snake scurries off into the grass, the figures are gone. Bye. Do you continue on your journey? I will follow the path. See where it leads. Ah, an old friend. Hello. As you travel across... The farmers once more. We're not friends! As you travel across the (laughs) plains, you start to see what looks like red hills in the distance. As you get closer, you realise that they're man-made, and they're sort of like domes made out of mud um, hmm. and sticks. And you tell that they're made out of mud and sticks because they're crumbling and cracked, and you can see this—the wicker kind of woven. Um, they're very—they're very much mud stick huts, so they've been built out of like 
by weaving sticks and things together and then attaching mud, mud to, to it to let it dry. Yeah. Um, I think it's called... doesn't matter what it's called. Um, as you... And you, you draw closer and you see that this is some kind of town, but it's been abandoned. Mm. Um, there are... There are even some towers in here where it's almost like they've sort of built these domes overlapping kind of like bubbles Hmm. on one another and then sort of built up a structure Um, and as you walk through this space you can feel something what does this feeling remind you of? The stillness before a summer storm, when the humidity rises, but doesn't quite break yet. Got some really good summer energy here in this sweltering Halloween night, because it's spring in the year 2018, and the climate's fucked. Yep. Um. Alright. Like you just you're waiting to hear the first rumble of thunder. Mm-hmm. But it's just not quite there yet. It's still building. Mm-hmm. You can feel that. That that paint that almost like suspense mm-hmm. as you're waiting for for a beat to begin. You're waiting for the first strike of that drum. You're waiting for the plates to smash on the ground. Mm. Uh, Do you follow the path deeper into this ruins? Yes. Mm. Is there... Hello. I think you do hear your voice echoing back to you as you say hello. Yeah, it comes back. And it does almost sound... It sounds like your voice is coming back to you from beneath. Almost like the earth is to- itself is talking to you. I am Llewellyn the Traveller. Who t- am I speaking to? You hear your words echoing back towards you but you sort of it almost feels like the question you've asked of the space even though you're hearing the same words come back it has a different meaning it's almost it sounds now instead like you're asking yourself who you are existential are you unsure of any part of yourself? Is there self-doubt inside Llewellyn? Um, there's not self-doubt. Mm-hmm. But there is an unknown, mm-hmm. which is why they went on this journey to find knowledge and secrets. There's something about themselves they don't know. Yes. So where did this reality-shifting power come from? Hmm. 
what secrets can be divined for them to learn how to wield it properly and what, if any, consequences of this power is there. Just realised that we were missing our end of the road card. <laughs> like, where did that happen? Thankfully, the cat didn't knock it too far. <laughs> Sorry. It's all good, it's all she good. She is a tricksy, tricksy meow. So, yeah, where did this power come from? Um, and as you were recalling that, uh, I think we... Do you hear anything when you use your powers? Um, you know the uh, music of the spheres? Mm. Mm, yeah, something along those lines. I think you hear cosmic that... Cosmic song. I think you hear that cosmic song for a moment as one of Ooh. the towers uh, crumbles near you. Um, coming down towards you. What do you do as you see this structure falling on you? I would like to dart out of the way. Sure. You're just going to dart out of the way. You're just going to try and dodge it. Look, I don't want it to fall on me. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, yeah, I'm just going to try and, and... So instead of, like, you know, running forwards and then getting mm-hmm. smushed, just try and take a couple of steps to, steps to the side. Yeah. I'm going to pick up Failure and Disablement. I'm also going to draw another car, card. Yep. Can I put that straight in there? Failure and Escalation. Uh, um. I'm going to go... Uh, unexpected Means. What's your Unexpected Means? Dodging. Well, I feel like that's Expected Means. Or would they expect of me to use my Evocation? Mm. That's an excellent retort. It's mm. an excellent retort. I agree. They would expect you to use your evocation. So, yes. Um, I'm also going to bring in uh, Soul, mm. um, which is dance, dance of thoughts and emotions, swaying some cosmic song like the sea lapping at the shore. So, having heard the cosmic music dancing the steps to it to try and get out of the way. I agree. Those are very good justifications. If I still have my book, I could try and beat the tower to death with it. Well, I mean... Good luck. That's the risk. (laughs) Fate is fickle. It is. And so am I. Sometimes the cards are not kind. And sometimes you get exactly what you hope for. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you dance out of the way. Yes, your dancing thoughts help you avoid uh, total destruction here. Um, And we're going to retire those two uh, perils and draw another new one. Hmm. Success with a warning. Failure and a warning. (laughs) Either way, I'm warned. Hmm? Excellent. So you dodge that uh, structure, and uh, and we we move on. You Hmm. you you pass through these ruins. 
questions unanswered. Mm, but unmolested. But unmolested. Aha. Uh-huh. And you walk uh, deeper into the path um, and come uh, and, and, and return to those planes. Um, but there's something different. It's like the grass is sparser. And there's a... There's a... A smell of something. And I think we see... Um, and this will probably be a bit gruesome, so... If you wish to tune out, that's perfectly okay. Um, I think you see a creature made of bone held up by meat used like rope. Bits of muscle and tendon sort of wrapped around like wrapping on a sword hilt or or a stored string. Uh, and in the distance, carrion birds call. <laughs> uh, it stands ahead of you with arms ending in like It's sort of hunched like a gorilla, almost. Mm. And it has a skull with too many jaws underneath. And too many antlers and horns. And too many eye sockets. Uh, Its ribs hang sharp. And its arms culminate in a thick of broken, sharpened bone. Yeah. And it stands on them like stumps. It sort of stands before you, swaying for a minute, and then it sort of thumps on the the earth as it looks to you and swaying from side to side. What do you do? Llewellyn dances an answer to the uh, beat that it was drumming. Sure. Okay. What are you hoping to do here? What are you hoping from this? Okay. Stall it long enough to get around it. Uh, okay, okay. So you and dr- if that fails, tear a rip in reality underneath it and <laughs> dump its hell into unreality. And dump its ass into unreality. Okay, okay. And into, from everything into nothing. So you're trying to stall it. Yes. Are you trying to confuse it? Yes. Okay. How are you confusing it? By tapping its big back. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just staring at it. All right. How are you doing that? Um... I'm going to go class unexpected. I think that is unexpected. It did not expect it. And uh, swaying to some cosmic song like the sea lapping at the shore, tapping the beat back. I agree. However, 
the peril for flesh without spirit, and this is now activated. Mm-hmm. Well, it would have been activated before, but it's activated. Mm, yeah. Is when you try to make it think plus peril. Oh, good. Hmm. So. Wonderful. I'm going to put in failure and warning. Near miss, because you're trying to get around it. And partial success. Right. So you're going with those two. Yeah. Are you happy with these two? Is there anything else you want to try and justify adding? Uh, no. Look, if that fails, then I've got evocation up my sleeve to try and dump it into unreality. That's true. Into the space between realities. Yeah, so you try to confuse it. And I think you do confuse it, but it mm. pisses it off. Oh, good. Um, and it sort of like stabs and it sort of stops it stop, it's not so much a rhythmic something now it's like a frustrated and it's sort of like almost like a like a horse like scraping it, its mm. hooves you see bits of its bony thickets like splintering off as it scrapes mm. them on the hard uh, earth um, that is dry front nature. and cracking you don't know that. I do know that. It is an affront to nature itself. Fair. I think it basically says that in the description. Failure and a warning. Failure and a warning. Mm. Okay. Um. It is not confused. It is only enraged. Well, it is confused. And that's why it's enraged. Um, you notice bad signs while assaulted by the trouble in front of you. So I think uh, you you try to confuse it and get around it, and in its confusion, it charges towards you, and you realise you haven't really made an opening, and it sort of pushed you back. And as it pushes you back um i mean there's it's not really any structures around but it's pushed you back against like a thorn bush Mm. um and now you're stuck between the thorn bush and this creature and you see deep within it a tiny inside of its rib cage there that hangs sharp you see a tiny tear in reality and you can hear that song of the spheres, but discordant and misaligned. Uh, And it tells you that there is, well, it's not even, I mean, it tells you that there's something wrong, but you kind of already had that. I think what it, I think what it's trying to tell, what we're trying to, what it's trying to tell you is that there is more than just brute force at play here. It doesn't. It doesn't think. It is un. It is an unthinking thing, and it is reactionary. But it is more than just brute force. It has other power tethered to it. Power that it doesn't know. It doesn't know how to use. Mm. But that's there. But it's there, binding it and worked into it. Uh, what do you do? It's uh, pushed you to the thicket. I would like to use evocation to try and find that binding mm-hmm. 
and unbind it. Mm. Like rip whatever is hold it is is holding it to this plane of existence apart. Whatever is being woven together, like the meat and the muscles and everything, unweave it. Sure. What do you and I guess ev- evocation with That's... that with that crack in reality, tear it open so it swallows itself again with the Eminem lyrics with you. What? <laughs> Uh, it's Snap bit. back to reality. Whoop, there goes gravity. <laughs> I'm going to pull uh, success with injury. Yep. Partial success. And success with warning. Uh, I'm going to use evocation. Actually, I'm not going to pull... I'm going to draw... No, I'm going to drop partial success because I don't think partial success is interesting. Success with warning and success with injury. All right, I've got uh, soul and evocation. Okay. I think that we've already established how those are connected yep. here. I don't feel like this is super unexpected for... Yeah, no, definitely not unexpected. Not after getting the uh, cosmic soul. That's a song of the spheres. Look, you don't know. Ah, evocation. Nice. Suck it, mean man. Yeah, so you pull at that rift, and I think we see it come free. The rift sort of drifts towards you. And do you close it? Yes. Mm, so what does that look like, undoing this rip in space? Um... So, you know how sometimes in the movies and you get like this massive explosion mm-hmm. and then it sort of zips away into nothing? Yes. Like at the last second? Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. So, like the the cosmic energy sort of splinter outwards and the grass around sort of like it's blown back by the force. Yeah. And then mm. puffs out of existence. A classic implosion. Yes. It implodes, Batman. Yeah, and as that, it sort of collapses down, and then we see this pile of bones uh, just crumble to the ground, the bones splintering further, and the the meat sloughing off, mm. and, uh, and, Delicious. and running to pools. Mm. Um, and there is a stench... In the air, as bugs descend on mass. I would like to make haste away from the bugs Excellent. and the bug-ridden pools of fair, you know, meat pools. <laughs> oh, good! That's a reassuring expression. The raging elements. The elements themselves oh, hey. have desires of their own and venture forth to fulfill them. We mentioned earlier the summer storms. Yes. And the pressure that they bring and that beat that you were waiting to fall. It's just fallen. It's just fallen. It's <laughs> like this cloud has been pursuing you and finally the heavens open. Uh... Dumping a torrential rain, uh, lightning cracks overhead as you cross the uh, plains 
as they are now drenched. You can feel the ground beneath you going. I from, hope it doesn't flood. You can feel the ground beneath. Well, flooding. Would I be hope bad. these are not floodplains, or that would be awkward. <laughs> you feel the ground beneath you turn from uh, hard baked earth to soft yielding clay to thick soupy mud soupy mud and then you feel your boots start to fill with water because you gave me a good idea (laughs) (laughs) um all right all right it is ill-advised to tempt fate by saying things like (laughs) i hope it doesn't flood Uh, I would like to use evocation to conjure a tool, if I may. Conjure a tool? What kind of tool are you hoping for? And what does it look like? A boat. You're trying to conjure a whole fucking boat. A boat. Just like a little dinghy. Yeah, yeah. Just a little dinghy. Oh, one of the... So, there's a thing in Canada where they try and grow really, really large pumpkins and then make boats out of them. Mm. Completely, you know, unrelated. But, well, but it's Halloween. It's Halloween. Pumpkins. Um... Yes, I'm going to try and conjure a little dinghy. Mm, mm, of course. No, that like a sense. tarp overhead what, so I'm not getting wet. What does it look like? Because we've seen you some... We've seen you rip reality. Mm. We've seen you uh, close reality. Uh, what does it look like? And we've even seen you like conjure images. Mm. But what does it look like when you try to pull a physical thing into this world um when it's conjured it looks like the tool but not like it's from the right plane Hmm. like boats shouldn't be made of like say a mirror yeah or like glittery stardust it is made of materials unnatural you know, you shouldn't be able to float on a song. And yet... <laughs> I'm floating on existential dread itself. You can tell that Rowena plays Changeling. <laughs> uh, okay. Look, okay. Look, it's good. It's it, Look, it's good imagery, Bront. Give me... what? Is, what is your... Uh, well, actually, I need to draw some more... Perils. Yes, this sounds like a hand. So, as the water rises, you are definitely surrounded by the element at hand, so we will be adding an extra peril. All right. Um, I'm going to try and use all three, because this is unexpected. Look fair. Um, uh, I'm using evocation, and I'm using the cosmic energies as well. Lapping at the sea song, like... <laughs> those words in different order. Yeah, look, uh... An intricate dance of thoughts... Do you want to run me through that again? I think we've thoroughly justified evocation. What's your next thing? Uh, so, seize the unexpected initiative by... Summoning a boat is not expected. Yeah. That's not, like, I mean, it's an obvious solution with the tools (laughs) you have... But it is not expected of the elemental ang- anger yep. that you would like, summon boat. a boat so fair. 
Uh, and then the last one is an intricate dance of thought and emotion swaying to some cosmic song like the sea lapping at the shore. Sea lapping at the shore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Also, I feel like, you know, the intricate dance of thought and emotion to be able to, like, mm. pull things into being. Okay. I'm throwing partial success, success with injury, and success with warning at you. Cool, I've got a 50-50 chance of... I mean, you've got a pretty high chance succeeding. of succeeding. It's just or what, being of what it costs you. There's none there where it's you die. Oh, God, my eyeball. And you're not going to lose another thing. <laughs> so there's that. I could lose my boat. I feel like this game's going to teach me to get better at shuffling. More so than magic. Fuck. Magic. How, how many did I drop? Just two? Yep. Ooh. With an exceedingly creaky table. Look, it happens. The bird's just like, no. The bird agrees. Six cards. Pick one. Your soul! Yay! Rowena's been having pretty good luck with this, but she's... Yeah, you know, I, been... I started off shaky. Rowena normally, though, does try to get it to 50-50. I do. Which is not a bad play. It's fair. Look, if I'm going to get screwed over by fate, I like having equal chances. It's not a fake. <laughs> no, fate. Oh, fate. Okay. Yes. We're going to be screwed over by fate. So equal chances of being screwed and not screwed. You summon a freaking boat. Yes. And um, and it is made of discordant noises hmm. of the forest. Huh. As it, as it slides out of this hole in reality, um, you, you, can, you, you look at it and you can see the shape of a boat, but you're seeing sound. Mm. It is as strange as tasting light yes. or smelling touch. It's a weird situation, but you can see... The sound of a, of a discordant forest carved into the vessel of a boat. <laughs> and I jump in. <laughs> and you jump on in and you drift across <laughs> the waters. <laughs> and I think, I think as you draw across, we'll do one more scene mm -hmm. and then transition to the final scene. Oh, this is an excellent one. So you drift across the water and you pass off in the night uh, to sleep to this strange discordant noise drowned out by yes, the contiguous rain. Um, and when you awaken, you are nestled in the sound of a forest while laying on the warming, sun-kissed sand of an unending desert. 
There's no planes in sight. There's no flood anywhere. Yeah, you're you're standing in a desert. This is new. And as you arise, that sound of the discordant forest fades, and you're standing on sand. The sun rising. I declare I'm Llewellyn a traveller. <laughs> the heat grows more intense with every moment. I would like to summon a camel because I can summon creatures and a camel seems like a good choice for a desert uh, to continue my journey. Sure. I don't feel like that's in question, to be honest. Mm. I think that I think that a camel... Do you... Do, do we see that tear in reality or do, do you... The, Oh, <laughs> camel comes trotting over. How do you know about a camel? Have you seen a camel before? I've read about it in my tome of secrets and forgotten knowledge and forbidden things. Fair, that holds. Before it got stolen by a tree. It didn't get stolen, you offered it. I offered the knowledge, I didn't offer the book. It took the knowledge. You have, I said it got stolen by a tree. You have an empty book. Ugh, semantics. <laughs> this camel... I think we hear the song of the spheres and then the camel moves towards you and it just sort of no. lowers itself to the ground as it goes... No. And it sort of looks at you as if to say... I'm here. Well, I climb onto the camel and... Uh... Go forth! Onwards! The camel sits. Yip yip! Please? The camel sort of looks to you and says, I'm not here to fuck spiders, mate. You've got to give me the fucking address. <laughs> I don't have an address. Just go... What is your destination, mate? Where is it that you wish to be taken to? You said that the things are sometimes strange. Knowledge. And secrets. You want me to take you to the intersection of knowledge and secrets. Sure, yes. Let's go there. In the desert? Is there... If there's a place in the desert that goes by those names, sure. Alright, I'm taking you to the intersection of knowledge and secrets in the desert. A camel rises and begins to walk off. <laughs> Begrudgingly. Sort of walking along. Come here often. Nah. See, uh, I'm actually a high steep camel. This is more of your low, hot desert <laughs> situation. But you know, I've had a Brazilian. Well, that's that's good. Where's Brazil? Yeah, you have no idea what a Brazilian is. You've pr probably heard of a steep. This camel has strange mannerisms and speaks of things that you don't know. Yes, I'm learning secrets and knowledge from yeah. this camel. Uh, it, it, you know, walks across these sands. Um, and I think you spot an oasis in the distance. Thank you for not sending the cards everywhere that time. 
Look, she's learning. She's learning. She hasn't Thank knocked you. the microphone yet either. That's surprising. Uh, yeah. Uh, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> had, to, had to move the tail there. Um, yeah, I think you spot an oasis in the distance. And you do notice your throat's mighty parched. Can we make a stop by the oasis? Huh? Parched. Over, over there. Camel sort of looks. He says, Are you sure you want to go there? Why not? It looks like it's got water. Look, it's your camel. <laughs> That's a mirage, of, mate. They sort of turn and start walking towards this oasis. Doesn't feel like it's getting closer. You can tell that it is, but it just—it feels like time is refusing to pass. Obstinately. Should have never listened to those farmers. Should have just turned around, gone home. And keep going towards the oasis. The sun continues to rise and you feel dry. You feel like a desiccated husk. I was going to say piece of coconut. Okay. I'd like to conjure a parasol Mm. and a water skin full of water. Okay, this is going to be a hand. But it's more the concept of water instead of water itself. I think this is going to be a hand. Plus peril when you are oppressed by the heat. Yes. You're dehydrated, thinking hurt. I think your brain is cooking. I think it's difficult for you to focus on those things that helps you summon stuff. And so I think that's why we're going to be doing a hand. I'm going to put failure and injury. And... Failure and dispossession. Bye, camel. The camel isn't an object. Well, actually... Maybe. You could lose the camel. That's a fair fair, fair point. All right. Um, I'm going to go with evocation and savant. Okay. Because so I'm evocation, you are summoning yeah. savant. Because I'm summoning a parasol in the desert. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not unexpected for you though. Nah. Uh, I don't think that is unexpected. Well, it's not an intricate dance of thought and emotion swaying to some cosmic song like the sea lapping at the shore. We'll have to see what fate brings, won't we? Fate says then perish. (laughs) This is why we don't have woe the storyteller. I think you did good. We created interesting Oh Hey So you guess who's just got a parasol and yeah, I think you managed to fucking pull it together at the last second. You could like, it's like you feels there. distant, and then you you just you pull this parasol out of the air. You pull out a water skin with 
barely a drop in it, but a drop. Yeah. A drop. I'm going to get rid of those two. It has the essence of hydration contained within it. You arrive at the oasis. Um, Fucking hell. Dispossession again. Just wants to wants to take all my things from me. Oh, all right. And uh, and you sort of arrive there, and there's a there's a tent near this uh, at this oasis. It looks like it's. It looks pristine, and yet it also looks like it's been in place for a very long time. And the camel sort of nods towards the tent and says, Well... <laughs> well... Knowledge and secrets. Good luck. Thanks. Thank you for uh, helping me across the desert. Yep. All right. <laughs> I, I get off. Yep. How am I supposed to get home? Says the camel. I think the camel sort of waits there for a minute. It's almost like that thing of when someone's waiting for a tip. I banish it back to its plane of existence. Yeah, what does that look like? Um, sort of like an implosion as well. Like yeah. sort of. Yep, the camel's just gone. Mm. And I will head towards the tent. Here. Of knowledge and secrets. You head towards the tent. I'm just going to glimpse this quickly. In tent. Yeah, that works. You head towards the tent. Inside you see... An oracle and you're back at the beginning. (laughs) This has all been a fever dream for being smacked in the face by a farmer. You see uh, a a figure with... Two pairs of arms in a very cool, as in cool temperature, looking black robe. It almost feels like it has frost coming from it. Ooh, air conditioning. And they have a silver inlaid mask on that seems to be very expressive and it seems to be expressive by changing its uh, the pitch of the face and changing the light falling upon it Mm. Um, and as you walk in it looks blank and then they sort of tilt their face and now they look pleased and excited that you're here you see their very expressive arms gesture to a bucket um, of ice um, with a line of liqueurs uh, lined up next to it. And you hear a voice from deep inside it say, Please, won't you have a refreshment? Sure, I have refreshment. Mm. I'm Llewellyn, a traveller. Mm. You are seen. You are seen. What does that mean exactly? To be seen? 
is to be known, to be witnessed, to have one's essence measured. Not at all ominous. I see that you carry many hopes with you. You have seen hardship, but never faltered. And you bring with you so many blessings. What is it that you seek? Answers and knowledge. What is it that you seek? Knowledge. Truth. Whose truth? Mine. You're arriving at an answer. Ask your question. I ask your question. Um, oh God. What is this power? And where did it come from? See how your priorities have changed. The path has shaped you, helped you learn the truth of your questing heart. Your power comes from within, but not within you. You see them gesture to the sand outside. Go, look. I go, look. What is sand? Bits of glass. You're ahead of most. It is one thing made of a multitude. Each grain is different. Yet you can recognize sand from its makeup, its particulates. You can tell the environments it comes from, despite its uniqueness. It is a whole and a multitude. It is reflective of reality. This is the desert of reality. Perhaps you still require some instruction. Llewellyn chuckles. <laughs> yes. Your power comes from within that which makes us all. But what is that? Is that the soul? Is it something more? Something less? Hmm. That 
you will have to answer for yourself. And as God they say that, their robes disappear, the tent fizzles away, the desert grows unbearably cold, and yet the sand burns. And you see, emerging from where their robes were, an uncountable multitude of beetles with that mask as their back. And they scurry out, enveloping this space and swarming towards you. What do you do? Do they seem friendly? No. Um, I would like to, you know, they're bugs. Let's set them on fire. How? I would like to make a twist with my hands mm-hmm. and uh, do a half spin. Mm-hmm. And in about a foot's distance out from my body, the air itself start to turn and the oxygen in the air ignite. Mm-hmm. So there's just a spiraling vortex of, of fire. Mm. But there's a still nice area to breathe in the center. Okay. Great failure. Success with escalation. Great. Mm, near miss. Alright. Mm, fuck. Success with escalation. I'm going to go with near miss and great failure. That's uh, mm, the last encounter though. Fuck. Great compromise. Um, okay, so I feel like this is the dance. For sure. I'm feeling that. Evocation. Definitely. I'm not sure that this is unexpected. Yeah, I can't really think of what else, how else you would have tried to have fight fought beetles. I feel like fighting beetles with fire, pretty standard. Yeah, it's like I could have tried to freeze them, but like you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Great comprom- compromise. The beetles and I become one. Oh boy! I mean, it's a good narrative. Yeah. We'll see what happens though. And then we keep waiting for the next traveler to come along. Play. What did you get? Evocation. Jaws of victory from the teeth of failure. You fucked that up so hard. I did. <laughs> you, you burn these bugs. And as they burn, you see the, the desert's color return. And as they burn up, you're standing here by this oasis and you can hear the ringing of wind through grass in this desert uh-huh interesting 
and the and the beetles' carcasses around you, and you see as they burn up, they burn up, and then it's almost like it's almost like watching paper unburn, and you see. I'll work. You see a. Uh, you see little scraps of paper where all these bugs and beetles have been. Do you realize that it is the knowledge you have been seeking? Ooh. And it is a diary. I pick it up and I sit down by my oasis to read. Mm. And that is what the cards have shown me of your future. Will you undertake this journey knowing all that you will face? Yes. Very well. I wish you good luck on your travels. And I hope that fate is as kind to you as I have predicted. Look, if you're a shitty oracle, I'm in for a bad time. <laughs> uh, so that's that's Oracle. Um, one of the things that I love most about the game is that it is framed like you you play it out pretty similar to a normal adventure, but it is it has that framing device of we're going to see the future, and then at the end you ask, will you still go on the adventure even though you know how it? Yeah, how. I bet you're all wondering how I got here. Yeah, like like you can die. That is an option. Like you could take you could die in this game. You could be horribly wounded and scarred, um, and and then you could still you still end the game by asking, will you go on this journey? No, I'm not feeling this adventure. I think I'm going to go home and become a plumber. <laughs> Uh, so, what did you think of it? Obviously, I really love the game, because obviously I do, because that's why I wanted to run it after seeing it. What do you think? Uh, I think it's really fun. I think it um, is more uh, collaborative mm-hmm. than a lot of other RPGs that I've played, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, they're more structured, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and I like the idea of being able to be just like, you know what? Fate says it's a bad idea. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's a there's a lot of leeway in how you play things, depending on what suit you pick and which class and which talent and artifact. And you're really only limited by your imagination um, as far as what solutions you want to. Pick. I think it'll be really interesting to see how it works with um, multiple people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with multiple people, to... I'd probably go harder with the perils. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how that how you bounce off each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's really good. Cool. Good gear. Excellent, excellent. Easy to yeah. easy to get the hang of. No dice involved. No dice involved. All of the rules are on the fucking card. Well, all of the rules that the players have to interface with. Yeah. On the card. Um, I think, Ashton, if you're listening to this, my only criticism in the mechanics as presented in your in the little sheets is um, I think it is one. There's a wording thing. I feel like. It, there's two wording things. One, it is unclear whether the um, whether the final encounter card is played face up 
um, when you draw it in our in our in our practice, we had it face up. It didn't really make much of a difference. Um, I definitely think, though, it added a little suspense mm. um, by keeping it face down. Because yeah, even though what, I'd agree know, with that, yeah, so you don't know where you're going to end up or what you're working to. Exactly. Although maybe part of that seeing the future thing is that you're meant to see it. So I can mm. see it could be going either way, but I just I, I don't think it's clear in the mechanics as written. So that's why I brought it up. Um, and there was another thing. It's unclear how many cards I'm meant to have in front of me to build my peril hand from. Whether I'm meant to draw randomly each time um, or not. I might just have missed that in the um, deck though. Um, and also, um, this the, the section on the promise cards here is if a card in play is marked promise and the situation marks the trigger an extra promise card must be added to the hand from the promise deck which is it reshuffled back into after the hand I assume that is meant to be which is then reshuffled back into the promise deck after the hand or it could be which which it is reshuffled back into after the hand uh, it's not a big deal. I worked out what it meant. I just... There is a typo there. Mm. So it is worth mentioning. Um, but... I did want to thank you for giving me the printer safe... Or printer friendly version of the game. Um, mm. at, at request. Um, and also I wanted to thank you for making such a cool game. I it really is. It's really fun. It is now going into my work bag. So that I will always have it on hand. Um, now, hmm. um, uh, until next month when I print, uh, I'm going to get it, I've got it printed on normal printer paper at the moment. Next month, I'm going to get it printed on 300 GSM cardstock. Yep. <laughs> and then I'll have more rigid cards. Um, so. Yeah, I think if, um, if there were, if there was any stronger light, um, there might be a risk of seeing the coloured outlines of the cards, even when they're face down. Yeah. Through, I, through that, but if they're the thicker cardstock, I don't feel like you could do it in any sort of lighting without that being an issue. I also assume that the finished version of the... Or, or I assume that eventually there'll be a version of the game where you can buy the cards already made, and then there'll be proper cards and have proper backing. Yeah. Um, I'm not... I'm, I'm not too concerned. I, I know that will be eventually become a thing. Um, but yeah, I definitely held the cards in such a way that it was harder. Oh yeah, you did. Read. Like I couldn't, I couldn't see, but I do see that being, um, yeah. I mean, that's a thing with any real drawing, but cards it's, it's cool having a, um, an RPG game that would fit in, fit inside like a playing card. Yeah, exactly. Like box. Yeah. No, it is. It is one of the coolest um, parts and it can be as single player or multiplayer as you like. Yeah, it, it does. I would say it's quite, I definitely quite I definitely think it works with two players. So one of the things that Ashton I remarked to Ashton that I wanted to play this with two players, um, and she said that she thought that it would be a bit more difficult um, and challenging. I didn't find that. I didn't. I think it was pretty good. I um I was guided in how much. Of the how many of the perils I threw at you by what I saw when Ashton played it at 
uh, packs. Yeah. So I was fluctuating between two and three peril cards, and I think you did all right. Um, I think so. I didn't die. You did amazing. Did something. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it definitely works with two. I, mm. um, I mean, the Discord rule never comes up. Yeah. Um, but that's that's fine. Um, I think. Uh, oh, I had a thought, and I just ran away, mm-hmm. screaming into the night. Um. Oh, I think it's good as well in that um, it doesn't require a huge amount of setup mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. planning to be able to have a game. Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously you've got to be able to think on your feet. Yeah, if you're if you're not very good at improvising, it will be a bit hard. But the prompts are pretty evocative. Like, but you like can you just... can still have an RPG game. Yeah, like you can still have the RP game without needing like you know a super immersive world or a ton of yeah. you know background and that sort of stuff. Like you know, say in D and D or yeah. you know, I've very much made a lot up of those other games. I've made up everything on the spot. I didn't know what the swarm was going to be until we got to the end of the thing. Like mm. when you went towards the oasis, I'm like, yeah, I'll just have it be there. And I'm like, how will it be there? There's a creepy person in a tent and they're actually a swarm of bugs, I guess. And that like, that's when that it works. Came. Yeah. Like all of that. It's like I drew that. Yeah. The, the, the description are pretty evocative. Like the farmer thing. I'm just like, uh, it says a thing about like on that card on the farmer card it's got plus promise when your reputation precedes you basically mm. and I'm like yeah and it also says there are two farmers that are in your that are blocking your way I'm yeah. like alright cool they'll be weird and block your way and I'm like they could just punch you or whatever like you there, there's some very the prompts are very easy, mm. and I just chose to take them... A certain way. To push them beyond. Like, there was definitely a thing that came up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's three dudes off the road. Maybe they're helpful, maybe they're not. There's mm. two dudes blocking your way. You have a fight. Like, yeah. there's really easy ways to interpret them, and I just decided... I knew that I could do something interest more... Well, not necessarily more interesting, but I knew that I could do something unexpected with the prompts, and mm. so I chose to flex um, rather than just go with the easy answer. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I definitely think it is accessible to someone who perhaps is not as confident with improvising. Yeah. Um, so... I hope you all look forward to hearing more fucking Oracle from us because it's going to be my fucking new favourite thing. Yeah. Fair. Uh, cool. All right. Well, thank you for being on, uh, Rowena. No problem. Normally I would ask you to plug all the places where you are online, but you're not. Not really. Yeah. You're not a celebrity like other people that are on the show. Nope. It makes the outro a bit easier, though, so I do thank you. No problem. Here to help. <laughs> um, if you want to have a look at Oracle, you can find it on Ashton's uh, itch.io store, which I believe is machine spirit.itch.io. It's machine spirit, I'm pretty sure. Uh, or you can find it by going to uh, her Twitter, which is a CGAC. Uh, if you want a small game that fits in your pocket from me and Finn, uh, you can check out Erotia, which is on my itch.io store, which is Ray Cox. And it looks super interesting and cool. Yes, Rowena has uh, her physical copy now. I do. Um, 
harder for y'all to get a physical copy unless you can meet me personally. But um, there are printer safe versions uh, on the itch store uh, and you can get it for free as well uh, because my stuff is pay what you want. Um, so yeah, and you know, check out other games from us. We even have an interview with the designer of this game. Uh, we don't talk too much about Oracle specifically, but we do talk about their design process and um, what the what what her uh, what her uh, role within the RPG space is like. So check out that and check out our other actual plays. But for now, farewell from the past. I'm Ray.